And MS-13 has been a problem for our country for a long time. We've taken them out by the thousands. The president speaking at the White House on Wednesday also says many of those being arrested are being deported to their countries of origin. ICE has deported over 16,000 gang members and arrested over 2,000 members of MS-13. You now have hours left to file your 2019 tax returns. The deadline for filing taxes was extended to today because of the pandemic. If you're not ready to file, you need to request an extension by today or face fines. More than 142 million people have filed their taxes as of July 4th. And if you're a small business owner, those second quarter estimated taxes are also due. You're listening to USA Radio News. Right now, we're all experiencing something that we've never been through before, and one of the big changes is wearing a face cover. Many studies show that face covers work to slow the spread, but the kind you use really matters because not all offer the same protection. Boomer Naturals offers a highly rated consumer face cover with three layers of comfortable, breathable cotton polyester blend cloth in sizes for adults and children. These are in stock now and shipped to you fast. These multi-use covers are also very affordable at about 30 cents a day. One reason why these are so highly protective is each layer is enhanced with nano-silver technology that can aid in filtration, block droplets and tiny particles, and that middle layer is your built-in filter. Boomer Naturals donates one face cover for every order to nonprofits and charities, helping tens of thousands of Americans in need. Order today at BoomerNaturals.com. Use promo code WARRADIO20 at checkout and save 20%. That's promo code WARRADIO20. Boomer Naturals, your source for in-stock face covers. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is again condemning China's crackdown on Hong Kong. President Trump signed the Hong Kong Autonomy Act and announced a series of actions through a presidential executive order. If China treats Hong Kong as one country and a single system, so must we. Pompeo telling reporters that Chinese President Xi made the choice to violate the sovereignty of the former British colony. The race for one of Alabama's two Senate seats is set. As we hear from USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes in Washington. Former U.S. Senator and former Attorney General in the Trump administration, Jeff Sessions, accepting defeat in a fight to try to get his old Senate seat back. The former AG conceding to former Auburn football coach Tommy Tuberville in the Alabama Republican primary runoff election. President Trump had backed Tuberville over the former AG because Sessions decided to recuse himself from the Russia investigation. Tuberville faces Doug Jones in November. This is USA Radio News. Aloha. Cinnamon's Las Vegas newly arrived Hawaiian breakfast served every day 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. With over 32 years in Hawaii, we have amazing boneless Calbi ribs, award-winning Eggs Benedict, guava chiffon pancakes, which were voted Time Out Magazine's number 8 pancake in the nation, as well as our Las Vegas exclusive pistachio cream pancakes, and much more. Good food, great service, genuine aloha. It's the island served on a plate on the corner of Buffalo and Washington just off Summerlin Parkway. Green Spring Golf Course, open year-round, is only two hours away and 10 degrees cooler. Just north of St. George, right off of I-15, Green Spring Golf Course is located in beautiful Washington, Utah. This amazing best of southern Utah golf course is well-maintained with awesome mountain and canyon views. You'll enjoy the friendly staff, too. 18 holes start at just $34, plus tournaments and leagues fill the calendar at Green Spring. Call 435-673-PUTT to make your reservations. Check them out online at golfgreenspring.com. Would you like to be the next radio star? KSHP can help make your dream a reality. Be part of the KSHP family and have your own show on the same station as the radio shopping show, Coach Harvey Hyde and Brian Blessing. 
Whether it's sports talk, entertainment, or your special interest, we can help you develop your own show and get it on the radio at a price you can afford. Call us at 702-221-1200 or send us an email at mail at kshb.com to find out how you can be the next radio star. Black Mountain Grill prides itself on being a friendly neighborhood restaurant where great food and great service are always on the menu. Black Mountain Grill serves up an eclectic menu with delightful Pacific Rim fusion, wood-fired pizzas, pastas, juicy steaks, ribs, and even bacon-wrapped prawns with a Thai barbecue sauce. Now open 24-7 for dining or gaming, visit Black Mountain Grill at 11021 Southeastern Avenue in Henderson or visit their website at blackmountaingrill.com. Black Mountain Grill, friendly people, great service. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201, direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com.
Alright folks, here we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Check out the website sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. And we've got the boys with sports on the horizon ready to rock and roll. Uh, let's not waste time. Let's check in with John and Mike as we send it east to the lovely confines of Baltimore. Hello boys, how's it going? It's going good. Doing great. Mike was supposed to be here in the office. I think he got lost on the golf course. Still hitting that little white pellet, huh? Yeah, I mean, I've actually, uh, so I took a lesson uh, from my girlfriend's boyfriend who's, uh, who's turned pro himself, taught me a ton. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 yeah, well, 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 yeah, hold, hold on. Oh, oh, sorry. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend's cousin. Sorry, sorry. I'm John. I'm proud of you, buddy. You picked it up too. I'm like, well, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. That's that's that could be a fun. Uh, it's a threesome on the golf course, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, but um, sorry, I was parking. I was dropped some friends off. Just finished playing 18. But he gave me a lot of pointers. Changed up and tweaked just a couple of things. All of a sudden, I'm in the ball straight. I'm able to hit my driver straight, which is important. And, you know, before I was slicing it 20 yards to the left, and then it went straight, so I was losing a lot of carry time. So now I'm, I played really well today. I'm breaking my own record, which is breaking 110. I broke that today. So I'm just enjoying it. It was a great day out, you know. But it's just another couple of weeks. Sports are coming back. The NBA bubble has already started. It seems what, what I noticed – from the TBT tournament that just finished last night. Did you watch any of that, Brian? I did not. I, I, I kind of passed by it. I'm, I've been watching, honestly, well, so, you'd be proud of me. I've been watching MLS soccer. But go ahead, uh, keep going. So what I took from it, it's not the fact that I'm giving out TBT plays. Um, what I took from the tournament is their testing and how they went about the bubble and how they went from having 1.6% positive tests when the bubble started, then as the bubble progressed and with their safety protocols, the last couple days, the semifinals and the finals, when they do the, the rigorous testing, they had zero confirmed cases the last two days. So they're very serious about how they do it. Everybody checks in with temperature three times a day. They're not letting teams commingle. Now, again, these guys are not prima donnas in the NBA. So obviously it's going to be a little bit different with these NBA guys that just, you know, need that luxury lifestyle no matter where they go. These guys were there for the game. Obviously it was a winner take all million dollar tournament. So each guy got a share of 90 grand, but it was only for the winning team, but they took it seriously. Um, The testing worked. So I believe that the NBA is going to use that TBT tournament testing as basically guinea pigs for how it should be with the NBA. Now, obviously, what I've been seeing with the bubble so far, there's already crazy situations that are happening with the NBA. It's all over Instagram where these guys are demanding, you know, food outside of what they're getting from Disney. Uh, These guys are, you know, getting some women in there. These guys are trying to bring family. I mean, they're not taking it as seriously of just being in the bubble, 
following directions for the time being, so obviously it could go as planned. So I hope that the, they take it seriously and, and they look how this first U.S. tournament played successfully, and they're going to move past it. So I have high hopes, obviously, with this COVID thing, we realize that everything changes by the day, by the week. So there's no actual, you know, uh, there's no timetable if it could possibly break and completely fall apart. And halfway through the regular season, we're seeing all these guys that test positive and they're not playing, which obviously would be a catastrophe. But at this point, it looks like I think from, again, my optimistic personality through this entire process that uh, I believe it's going to go as scheduled and it's going to be pretty successful. I'm a hoping, man. I, I hope you're right. Uh, the, the one thing that's actually very, very scary, though, John, is when, with college football and we're seeing them, non-conference games are gone. Listen. Uh, First of all, you know I love you, Brian. Decades we've been doing business. I didn't mean to get riled up before the show. It's about just, what? Just, you know, about my negativity of them possibly canceling our little conversation. Like, as positive as Mike is, you know, I'm like... <laughs> well, there's a reality other... quotient here. <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, as positive as Mike is, you know... Well, well he just broke 110. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With his girlfriend's boyfriend. Um <laughs> archived online so I, I got a question <laughs> before we get into the future sports you know I'm always looking for value we'll talk about MLS in a minute I went one and one yesterday I had uh, New York lost 3-1 against Orlando never had a shot and then I had Philadelphia late so I've been having I've been using MLS for my ML sources as well my question to you is is this, I want to know, is this the best lottery ticket you've ever seen? Plus 1925, Woods wins the tournament against the field. He's 28th. No, he's 28th of one. That's a bad well, I'm lottery. just telling you what I can get offshore right now. Yeah, well, they're doing well, a, so yeah, listen, they're he's giving 28 me plus to one a lot of places. So my question is whether it's 28 to one, whether it's 20 to one, is that a valid lottery ticker? Do you think he hasn't played since February, since you and Mike are the golf experts? Um, you know, is it a valid, or is the squares just going to come in on Tiger because Tiger's playing? No. Tiger absolutely has won five times here. Yes, he's com coming off a long layoff. But what we've seen of Tiger, you even saw him in the charity thing, He's hitting fairways, and on this course, the way it's going to be set up, you better be playing from the short grass. If he drives the ball well, there's no reason for him not to contend, but this is an incredible field. Uh, I, I, think he, I think he'll play well. If he drives the ball well, he's, he knows this course. He knows, he knows. The thing is, when you're playing really tough courses, it, it, the, when you say the knowledge of a course, it's, you have to know where to miss. So that your miss is a bogey, not a triple bogey. That's one of the big edges that a guy like Tiger would have here. Now, I mean, he's got to play well. He's got to hit fairways. But if he's playing reasonably well, that's worth a couple of shots to the field that he knows where not to put it. Is it worth taking that money and spreading it between Matsuyama no, and, uh, I like and Kopka? I like Kepka. Kepka. I like Kepka, Kepka a lot this week, and that's an overlay. He was 14-1 to 1 last week. He's 25-1 to 1 this week. And, uh, what, 
Did they look at last week? Oh, he missed the cut, so they make him 25 to 1. Well, he was coming off a two-week layoff where his caddy had COVID, and he comes back, and he couldn't hit a fairway to save his life on Thursday. On Friday, he's desperate trying to make the cut because he was so far behind from Thursday, and he birdied six of his last ten holes to just miss the cut. He figured out what the problem was, and they make him 25 to 1. Instead, of, he was 14 to 1 last week. He missed the cut. They make him 25 to 1. He should go down. He should be 10 to 1. Kepk is the overlay. Mike, any uh, feedback since you're a professional golfer now? You know, I'm still trying to figure out how these guys are playing. You know, I understand the game to an extent, but I'm still not comfortable enough giving my own opinion out on these professionals because, like Brian said, these guys, it's it's about where they miss, and that matters, how these guys play, how in rhythm are they from the previous tournament, how they played, or maybe they just had a couple you know, bad holes which really took them out of the top ten, but overall they're playing well. I'm just not there yet. I think by next year, you know, once I eventually go pro myself, I'll be uh, giving out golf picks. All right. are we, are you want to put a number on that? <laughs> When you go pro. If I break 100 over the next year, I'll be happy, Brian. I know, buddy. About it, all that matters is, is you know, and I know you don't drink, but I say all that matters usually, Hose, is the beer cold, and did you hit a couple of good shots that make you want to come back and do it again? Exactly. That's yeah. really what it's all about. Uh, no, but but I, this is a great tournament, and, uh, you know, there's matchups. There's all kinds of ways to attack it, and uh, it'll be interesting, though. Uh, like like I said, I, you know, you guys have been soccer guys all along. I get involved with the World Cup and the Cup. Tottenham just scored, by the way. They just went up 2-1. I know you're excited in the 60th minute. Brian? I don't – I'm not into – it's funny. I don't get into the Premier League stuff, and, but you know what? I'm, I'm actually – I'm into – and just like you, I'm kicking myself um, – I'm I'm doing the MLS and I'm watching it because it's a tournament format where I can watch these guys. And I got to play for you on live on the air. I'll give you before we get off the air. So when you watch these guys, and you could come right back and play them again in three four days, and now you're getting a frame of reference for the guys are playing in a tournament format. That's my cup of tea. I like with the World Cup. I'll do that and have good success. So not, out of the gate, knock on wood, was watch some games, hit a few games. Loved Philadelphia last night, plus a dollar forty, and the the one I'm kicking myself. I played the under in the New York game, and they scored a goal in the first eight minutes. Well, that that game went over. I was wrong about that. But when you watch this stuff, I mean, okay, Columbus is good. Cincinnati's a train wreck. I mean, okay, I'm fading Cincinnati. Uh, you know, as long until they prove me wrong. Uh, that's the kind of thing, though. You know, again, we, you know, you know me. I, we talk about the eyeball test, and I'm enjoying it. And I, I don't, I think the quality of play is actually pretty decent. Right, and you're enjoying it because you can watch it at normal times. Yeah, that's part of it. No, but but but, but uh, you know, we always warn: don't bet something just because it's the game that's on TV. But when it's one of the few only things that's on TV. For what I, I've saddled up, said, look, I'm going to watch this a little bit, try to learn a little something, and. And and then I got something to deal with here. I don't know, Mike. How long do you envision this MLS tournament will take? About four weeks, five weeks. Yeah, I mean that seems to be what their their goal is. But I don't know. They had a game canceled the other day. I don't know how that will play into it as we go along. It seems like you know if they get this thing under control early, they shouldn't have to 
cancel more games. But again, what we know and we believe should happen, obviously to this point, you know, just always gives us a curveball. So, you know, I, just like with college sports, you know, we anticipated we would have college football. Obviously what we're realizing now, because there's the players are not in school and they're going to be, you know, it's all going to be online. They don't want the players to travel and there's not enough safety protocols or enough money involved with giving the players, you know, because obviously with pro sports, the collective bargaining agreement requires if the players, you know, if they want to get paid, they have to play. So they have obviously a bigger incentive, even though we're still seeing players opt out, especially with baseball, guys that are in contract years, guys that are nursing injuries, they're not risking it for the short season versus football in college football. You know, they're predicting if they're not going to have fall football, they're going to play it in the spring. Well, what's going to be even a bigger issue is what players are going to sit out in the spring knowing they don't have to improve their resume for the draft. A guy like Trevor Lawrence, who obviously has an incredible resume so far, going to be a top pick after this year. Why would he risk playing in the spring and potentially getting hurt knowing that he's going to be the number one pick overall in the spring? So that's going to be a big issue as well if they decide to go that route. So still a lot of question marks, but at the end of the day, we're really a lot closer to the finish line than when we were a few months back. Um, you know, NFL is still working out um, a lot of the safety protocols for training camp, and obviously the players uh, are still working on uh, the players union still working on details regarding if they they don't even want to play a preseason. So it's going to be interesting, you know. And I know I'm jumping around a little bit because I've been I've been digging into it more and more to try to figure out how we're going to be able to handicap NFL specifically where certain stadiums are going to be allowing fans like Tampa Bay, uh, sorry, the Jaguars, the Ravens, the Patriots, and the Chiefs so far are allowing small capacity to their stadiums. Well, Philly already said they're not going to have fans. I honestly, you you know, I was going to, I'm glad you brought it up. I was going to at some point, Uh, you know, listen, we don't know what this thing is going to turn into. Uh, you know how long this is all going to take the vaccine the whole nine yards but uh, when you heard that uh, you know I, I get it if if it's bad you can't do it but why would you issue that decree today why why would you're we're in mid-july why you know what is going on in pennsylvania that they would sit there nope, no fans why why the rush to do that today i don't and and then you know and you know the nfl they got an army of lawyers and everything i don't know that they're going to take that one lying down it's 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 going to be interesting because if a team's playing at home and they have now no home field advantage because there's no fans and then they're playing a team in their division twice where now they're basically on the road both games you know a team like philly for example you know, if, if Dallas decides to have fans in their stadium, well, that's right. Now they're basically playing two road games against the division foe. So that plays a huge role in football, particularly because we use home field advantage and we handicap well, the points based I, on. 
field advantage. I, well, I would say this. I don't. I don't think fifteen thousand fans are going to make a hill of beans difference in terms of the home. Yeah, with big crowd noise included. Yeah, fifteen thousand in a seventy thousand seat stadium. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I well, still well, think a fan, we'll say no, fans. no. But I, I, yeah, and it's a fair point to consider it. I, you know, I've said I think the games will be higher scoring because the crowd noise is not going to be so bad that the offenses on the road will score more. But I just, I just don't. Yeah, you want everybody to be safe. But we're sitting here with the school thing, you know. Kids going two days away. In fact, I'll even ask want to ask you about that, where you guys are. We got we got to figure out the school stuff. I just I, I'm just I just did a double take. Like, what, what was is it grandstanding? What, why why would they say if Pennsylvania? Well, that's that's Pennsylvania, right? So that'd be the Steelers, or what? Or was it just the Eagles, right? So far, just the Eagles that said they're definitely not going to. So this so this was this is this is. Politicians well, and, and, and like the Falcons, my 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 brother lives in Atlanta. Schools are closed. They're back in phase one. They're not going to have fans in the Atlanta in the Falcon. There's no way. And then it's a stadium. No, I mean you. you they may have said they they may have not said anything. No, yet, no but. likely not. But I just my point is that you know I mean how's that play out? I mean what will that be if we get to say the third week of September? And knock on wood, things are significantly better. But the Chiefs can sit there and have 25,000 fans at their games. And if the numbers are good in Pennsylvania at the time, and they're sitting there going, because they said back in July, you can't have fans there. I, I, I don't know. Is that a politician trying to make a name for himself? I, it just, yeah, I, I don't I mean, understand look, the rush to do I, that today. I agree. First of all, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at, three live games in the English Premier League and three live games in Italy, Serie A, and there's no fans. And so we've already illustrated, woke up this morning, checked the Japanese, Korean, and Taiwan baseball, there's no fans. So we've already exhibited, look, what's been proven in the last four months is, I know you don't want to hear it, Brian, and Mike can disagree with me, fans don't matter to the betting angle. It just doesn't matter. Now, Troy might be listening. I was talking to Troy before we came on the air, our good friend in Vegas. Um, you know, he has an algorithm and one of his algorithms, and he's a professional better, and one of his important pieces is home field advantage. You know, when he's running his algo, it's home versus away. This, He said this is going to throw a complete wrench in his algo that he might not even bet this baseball season and just watch as an observer because uh you know, you have to. You're running. You're you're used to running something that every year is profitable, but it's also taken into account the home team edge, and then all of a sudden you don't even have the home team edge. So when you're talking about the mathematics of betting versus you know the players can perform without the fans, but then you're running. You're dealing with guys that are professional algos, and they're running computer programs, and he hasn't had a losing baseball season since I've known him since 2000. We're talking 20 years, um, but one of the important pieces of his puzzle with his algo is baseball, is home team advantage. So, I mean, the, the, just the mathematics of making the odds and the lines is, is completely something that I'm looking at on the professional side. When you talk about um, on August 1st, and you were talking about you know teams going over the total, I was looking ahead at the early numbers just to jump over to NHL for an example, and you know I'm looking here. It's uh, you know basically on August 1st you got uh, 
most of the overs are are juiced favorites. You know, over five and a half minus one twenty, over five and a half minus one twenty, over six minus one twenty, over five and a half minus one twenty five. The only dog under is the Penguins Montreal game. Um, so you know, on opening day, you know. Hopefully it all goes off without a hitch. You know, are you also seeing in the uh, NHL side you expect them to be uh, more scoring? Uh, I think there's a a lot to dissect and watch. I think a lot of these guys I, I very much have to watch their demeanor. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. There are going to be some guys get up there and go, this is, this is a hellhole. I want out of here. I, it's it's going to happen. Um, but then there'll be other guys that embrace it and go, come on, we're, let's go for it. So I think dogs are, are, are very live. Uh, from a total perspective, uh, I do want to see the, the style of play. My belief would be generally the round-robin games could be higher scoring because the teams, they'll be. I don't know that they'll be as intense as the, the best-of-five play-in round. So I think that with less intensity in the round-robin games, I think they, those could be higher scoring. That would be the one general tra- train of thought going in. Got it. And let me ask you, when we talk about dogs, we have a doubleheader on opening day next Thursday. So next week when we do this show, we're going to be one day before MLB. Um, we have so far, if again, all going without a hitch. Yankees with Cole pitching against uh, Washington Scherzer at eight, eight at five o'clock, five o five Vegas time, and then we have at seven o eight San Francisco Cueto against Kershaw, the Giants against the Dodgers. Now, right out of the gate, I'm just going to tell everybody right here on the radio. You you just bet the Giants small. You just you, you don't lay two eighty on the Dodgers with Kershaw on the first game, even if you lose. You, you, like you said, dogs are. You know, you know how I feel about dogs in baseball. Anyway, um, I'm a dog lover, admittedly. But I mean, again, coming off this delayed season, who's what's? I mean, I guess you just have to be the ultimate square. Even if you win the bet, it's not. It's not the right bet to lay 280 on anybody. Do you agree, Brian? I mean, I'm not laying 300 on. I bet you it'll be 350 by by next Thursday. I I would not. Yeah, I don't know how you're you're laying big numbers with all these guys coming off layoffs. There's just too many unknowns. So for all you guys listening out there, you know, you got to just look at value dogs. I noticed in the opening day um, with uh, the NHL, you don't have a lot of dogs. Everything's basically even money you, as of currently right now. I mean, you, the Penguins are 170, uh, you know, plus 150 in Montreal. But everything is basically a 20-cent line. Carolina is 25 cents plus 105, 15 cents on the Islanders, minus 105, 45 cents on Edmonton, plus 125, and then 15 cents, 5 cents on the Jets in uh, Calgary. So, well, you know, what's the format? Because, you know, obviously ho- hockey is your sport. Is it? Are they bubbling hockey or are they traveling? No, so they're going Edmonton and Toronto, 12 teams in each city. So, for instance, in Edmonton, Edmonton, so right there, is there, do you just lay the small price of 45 cents against the Blackhawks no. because it's a home game? No. It's, I mean... I, I think for Edmonton and Toronto, because Vegas was going to be a hub city, I think actually being at home is a distraction for these guys. They can be looking out their hotel hotel window going, my wife and my kids are right down the street here. I want to go see them. There's no fans. Don't kid yourself. They might be happy they're in the hotel. Uh, or or some of them will embrace it. Yeah, they'll be, well, they'll, yeah, they'll be motivated to go on a run. <laughs> you know, you're right. I mean, there, there are two sides to a coin. 
that, that's not, it's, it's, it's actually, I mean, it's, it's actually a fair point. We don't know. Exactly. So, you know, it's interesting the angles that they're going to take. Well, the question is, will they juice the lines? Will you be getting value nope. taking the Blackhawks? No. Nope. No. Nope. Neutral ice. I mean, there's no fans. Uh, you know, so basically it's a, it's a power rating deal right now. But I think the fact that there are no road games, to, you know, the home ice advantage is basically a 30-cent number. So these numbers you're getting now are just based on, you know, quote-unquote power rankings uh, and based on what the standings were for the most part. But that was five months ago. Right. I mean, I'm looking at some of these lines in the NBA, and I'm looking at the totals. You know, again, July 30th, you know, so we have MLB on July 23rd, and then we have on Thursday, July 30th, opening day of NBA, you know, knocking on wood while I'm talking to you. And then the next day we have hockey. Um, 220, I mean, I'm looking at every total. I mean, they're just to the moon. You know, 225, 222 and a half, 220 and a half. I mean, basically, what do you just see? Track me, no defense, who cares? There's no, no defense, fans. no fans, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's prob- that's it. Well, I mean, okay. I, I, again, it comes down to, you know, how many of these guys actually care. And I'm sure many do. I'm sure many won't. But... <laughs> If you're factored in totals, and uh, if you're out there and you're sitting there, and the basketball players are, you know, some of them are, you know, indifferent to the whole thing, it's going to be the Ole defense. Go ahead. I don't want to get close to you. <laughs> I mean, the guy's going to go around the guy like he's tied to a post. Yeah, go ahead. The right. other guy will block the shot. Yeah, it'll be interesting if they're going to have limits on this stuff or they're going to just let everybody go full board at the window. Um you know, how is let's talk about updates of Vegas. Uh, where 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 we stand now since last uh, two weeks ago, since we skipped last and, week. And numbers have gone up, and, and, and numbers have gone up, and then obviously Arizona and California kind of shut things down. So on the weekends, Arizona and California is coming to Vegas. So, um, you know. and how's the casino action? The the flow of traffic. Uh, is they, well, the one thing they closed uh, for the most part. Bars, they've closed the, the bars to the point where you can't sit at the uh, at the bar, uh, and the casinos are are soldiering on, you know. Um, and I honestly, the people in the casinos, the the places I've been, they're all on board. I, I have not seen. Uh, it's been about three four weeks now, you know, going out to some of the casinos doing radio shows and. People are wearing their masks. Everybody around here, at least in the casinos, because I think the casinos have been very diligent about it, everybody out here is practicing the proper protocols of the people I've seen. Now, I'm there on weekdays. I Strip properties on the weekend with Arizona and California in here. I, you know, the visiting folks, I, I can't speak to that. Now, is it mandatory in Vegas right now, or is it just uh, you just do the right thing and wear the mask, unlike other places? Yeah, no, you don't wear the mask. Now, yeah. how's that work for the? Uh, um, well, I guess. Well, how, well, what's the heat? How how is it with the heat over there? That dry, it was, nasty, it was, hot heat. It was it was 115 degrees both days on the weekend. So obviously, uh, the virus won't survive in the heat thing. That was wrong. Yes. No. What I meant is you wearing the mask in that heat. Well, I, mask or no mask, when it's 115 degrees. But you Brian, don't go out. It's a, I'm telling the people on the East Coast, it's a dry heat. No, yeah, I'm just joking. Uh-huh. It's, I got, yeah. 
I got news here. 115 gets your attention. I'm very familiar cycling in that heat. Yes, I'm <laughs> watching people drop like flies up on up on uh, uh, Red Rock. Yeah, yeah. But um, how about your neck uh, of the woods? You know, just typical humidity. You know. Well, what, no, what, what, no, what, well, how are things? You know, when we do these shows, good. you were, we're you guys we're, were, were, were. We're all masking up. We've been masking up since. So we've actually. Uh, but again, when I say we're good. It well, you were bad because my kids still can't go to school. Well, so. that, that's what yeah, that, uh, that's the big thing. The fall coming, but three weeks ago, I mean, just the up and down nature of this thing. Three weeks ago, you guys were really having a, a rugged time. Has it improved? Yeah, yeah, it's flattened out. I mean, you know, it's flattened well, out, news. and I'm, you know, it's it's good news. But again, like I said, you know, my whole thing is. Can we? Can we? You know, as I said pre pre radio show, my 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 um my goal is to not have a stop and start, not to have a twenty third MLB, then have a thirtieth NBA, right? Then have a first, um, you know. And let's talk about this for a second. Like, what do you think? Maybe Mike has, has it. You know, well, I see all these NBA players every day testing positive. Like, what are they just not staying home? Hard James Harden positive. I mean, like, well, well Mike alluded to I, that. Yeah. I, Here's here's my honest opinion that I've obviously it's just my opinion and everybody's gonna have a different one, but you know, reading into all of this, like for example, Florida, I don't know if you guys saw this today, just got busted for like thirty three different labs were cooking the numbers to yes. saying that the tests were they were higher than they were. So at the end of the day, most people, I believe already either had the virus or are going to get the virus. And the only reason that it's popping up with NBA players is because they have to get tested. Where a lot of people just have probably had it and they did not get tested. And most people are very asymptomatic where most of the time they're just losing well, sense of smell. This is, this is the real headache. frustrating problem we hear. Listen, is the you know the politics of this stuff, and I, I believe me, I, I don't care. You know, just the, the but the rubbing it was a what a, I think what you're speaking to, Mike, is a local TV station. I believe it was Orlando. They got a tip, and then they're they're, they're looking around. They've now identified three or four of the healthcare facilities that are doing testing, and all these places. You know, the one place tested 82 people. And all 82 people tested positive. That's not, they're not, you know, that's not possible. That, that you know, it didn't happen. So, and, and you can say two sides to a coin. You know, they're cooking the numbers for them to be high. Why? I don't know. Then there'd be other places maybe cooking them to say, oh, yeah, the testing, not a lot of people are, t-, you know. We're, we're here twisting in the wind. We just want the facts. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's why they haven't canceled the NBA bubble, and it's in Florida. I think that's why they're just going through. And a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people are getting it, and they're simply not showing any symptoms. But an NBA player like Russell Westbrook gets it, and he has no symptoms, but he's positive, so he's got to stay quarantined. Where I just believe a lot of people at this point have already had it, either passed it to somebody and the only way you just don't pass it to people is if you wear a mask. So in states that are, you know, mask-oriented at this point, like us over here in Maryland, where it doesn't matter where you go, burn a mask, 
it's just a lot less of the transmission of the virus. And, you know, I think we're going to see that going forward. I mean, I don't know about the second wave that's going to come in the fall. You know, I haven't thought that far. All I know is NBA's coming back, MLB's coming back. As far as I know, on, you know, 2.40 East Coast time on this Wednesday, and I believe it's they're going to go through with it. Sports Insider Radio coming to you uh, from Las Vegas. Uh, and our boys back in Baltimore, John and Mike. And we're getting close. How are your soccer games doing? Uh, we'll see. Uh, what was I going to say? Well, yeah, I, it's funny because I was looking and it says the 80th, you know, all the action, I don't know if, you, if the same thing in MLS, is in like the last five minutes before, the, you know, the bet goes down. You know, it's like. It's like for, it's like five minutes forever, and then you have the extra time. But it was interesting, you know. We're talking about kids going back to school, and you're talking about college sports. But remember, college sports—it's going to be interesting. What happens with professional sports? Because remember, it's not a—it's a drip down. It's a drip up theory, meaning you know you're starting with the college. You know better than anybody. You announce college. Uh, excuse me. You announce high school football. Um, and you're known for having like the best. Some the, what is it? The best or the Bishop Gorman is the best or the Bishop, one of the best? Oh, Bishop, well, they got enough, they got upset last year. They finally somebody around here finally beat them. Liberty beat them in the state championship. Yeah. Or right, beat them so to win instance, the state championship. Let's let, let's take that that school for instance. So you have this amazing high school football known worldwide. You know what I mean? And then so now those players are going to then be sought out by colleges and then from those colleges it's a drip up you know it's the farm league it starts at the bottom right so middle school high school then college then the nfl right so you know what happens when you take these kids and they can't even those high school teams might not play so you know my son for instance and he's not going to be a professional but i'm just making a point you know he's he's the quarterback he's also a point guard in the in the in the back they said, oh, yeah, you can come back to school. You can go to school one day a week, and there's no sports. So, I mean, it's not just them coming back to school. It's all that extracurricular activity. It would be interesting. Do you know, Do you have you heard any word on um, the local school's football programs in high school over there in Nevada? We have a TV schedule for our games, but we've heard nothing officially yet. They're still trying to figure out how many days a week the kids are going to school. Uh, right. So, I mean, the hope would be they can so, do it. Now, I know some of the high school teams are practicing. Right. So, so would it, the question be there becomes, what do you do? I mean, are the kids playing with, you know, just family and friends? Are the students going to be allowed to go to the game? I, they, you know, we don't even know about them in the classroom. Right. And so, like I said, this is interesting in terms of drafting. Let's look ahead. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about because some, some, of the, some of the key boys, no, let's, talk, let's look ahead to this year. Some of the some of the guys that are supposedly very high in draft rankings for this coming year in the NFL after college football, some of them are talking about just skipping skipping the season. Right. Uh, and exactly. Some some of those guys are already saying, and 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 it begs the question: like in the NBA, there have been some guys that are uh, unrestricted free agents going, "Nope, I'm not playing. I, you know, nobody. If I get hurt, nobody's going to sign me." Right. But the flip side of that is you also have the the high school athlete who's let's say the number one ranked.
ranked high school athlete who's now being sought after by all these different SEC schools. And, you know, he's the next greatest, uh, you know, Peyton Manning quarterback coming out of high school. And he's sitting here like in his tw- – he just completed 12th grade. He just graduated from high school. And now he's like – he can't play this year probably. It's pretty crazy. So now that high school athlete that just graduated, all those high school athletes that are now going to be freshmen in college football, if there's no college football, these, these high school athletes are now skipping an entire year. I've got to call timeout. i got to call timeout. If we're going to give Mike a hard time for his girlfriend, he, his girlfriend was playing boyfriend. golf with right. her boyfriend. Right. I, I I think I got to give Mike equal time here. I'm not sure, but I don't think freshmen's is a word, Mike. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm an equal Freshman. opportunity. <laughs> Freshman. See, Mike, so, I got your back, kid. A lot of jokes. A lot of jokes. So listen, all I can tell you is I went over to Mike's. I went over to Mike's house yesterday. I asked him. Where his girlfriend was, you said she She's was at golfing. work. And I, the reality is she was probably with the other boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mike, thank you. That was I needed that. That was good. So, so, so you know, but it is interesting because, again, from a scouting perspective and a power rating perspective, this literally, if there's an absence of college, what happens to these graduating seniors? Pretty crazy. Oh, the whole the whole thing, man. Um, but what kind of guidance or what are you hearing? Because there's like a real big uproar here. Uh, even now, the politicians are fighting with the with the school board, and uh, it's it's like yeesh. Uh, what w- w- what's the master plan for the kids back there? Do, do they Look, the do they are, plan is, well? Do they? I mean, does it seem like they have a plan, or are they throwing so darts? Look, look I, this is my only thing politically. I'm not a political guy. Yeah. I'm not. The, the master plan is if you're in a red state, they're going to force you to try to go back to school, and if you're a blue state, you won't. That's it. The, the red states don't care. They, their claim is we don't care. We want to open everything up, and I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong for all my clients and future clients listening, whatever floats your boat. And the blue states are basically saying we're not going to have the kids. So, like, right now, Cal- Los Angeles is saying the kids aren't going back to school. Texas is saying the kids are going back to school. So right now, until there's a federal, because you can't really legislate that on a federal level, it's to then each state and then it's to each locale. Well, no, the uh, Eagles, I'm, the Eagles thing is that's what I'm saying. At first, I'm like, wait, it's the Eagles. I'm th- so, so it wasn't a Pennsylvania thing. No, it's it's Philadelphia city officials are well, saying listen, you the know, Eagles my, and my Phillies fam- can't play, but that, but right. as of today, the Steelers can. Well, Yuns can play up in Steeler country. You know what I'm saying? It's like. You know, that, that's the, the joke. You know, it's like, you know, Pittsburgh is like its own separate country with inside Pennsylvania with its own separate dialect and language. So for all you, you know, it, my, you know my, it, all I can tell you is knowing the Pittsburgh culture very well. I have a lot of family in Pittsburgh. It's like, you know, the, it, you're talking about Pennsylvania is not like Maryland. It's like Philly and Pittsburgh. It's like, forget it. It's what, not what, even, burb, what burb do they live in in Pittsburgh? Uh, what is it, Nacharna Heights or okay. something, something outside? It's, but, a, it's but, a gorgeous so, city, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, all I can say is, you know, again, it's there's more going to be revealed. What's interesting is with the legislation and the legality of sports betting um, everywhere, and we're supposed to, we have it on the board for, we're going to be able to app, you know, Mike is 
is going to be able to bet on his Ravens from his phone probably, you know, by January 1st here in Baltimore. So, you know, you had this source of revenue for all these states initially, and now you have 21 or 27 states where sports wagering is basically legal. And then, you know, of course they're hungry to have the sports back because they had this huge source of revenue, and now it's like there's no been no sports. I mean, imagine we'd be – We'd be what are we? We'd be at the All Star Game right now, or approaching the All Star Game yeah, in the yeah, MLB. Yeah, gaining on it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's crazy. So, I mean, for me, I'm I'm optimistically cautious that we don't have. The, I'm just I don't want the fake out. I don't want the. And that's what I was telling you before we came on there. You know, you know, you want a gambler to know that he's in action and he can stay in action as opposed to every day it's a mystery when he wakes up is there going to be MLB. And I like what they did in golf where they had players that tested positive and they just removed them. They've had some players test positive in the UFC. They just removed them. By the way, I don't know if you and Mike, since we got about 10 minutes left, I heard a lot of the scuttlebutt on the uh, on Twitter sphere. What was there, some fight in the UFC where the guy got destroyed and the, the ref didn't stop it and you should have stopped it? I, did you, I'll defer yeah, to Mike. You know, that, but you know what? That that always happens, and it always happens in reverse. We always talk about we come out of the UFC matches, and we say, "Man, they stopped it too early." The guy was obviously. Well, know, I heard the guy was like dead man walking. I'm not saying on this particular one, but in, in previous events, there's been times where they stop it too early, and there's a fine line. I mean, because a lot of these guys could take punishment, so even though they're getting hit, they're still in some ways defending themselves. There's a fine line where some refs are just early. They're going to call it early. And some refs just let them fight it out. And in this situation, he should have stopped it early. Did you watch the fight? I did. So what was they the story? You know, I, I, don't know what, I don't know what they're doing these days with how, the, how late the main event. The main event on that card started at 1.15 a.m. Eastern yeah, Standard. Yeah, right. I guess. I guess they just care. It's all about Vegas. It's all about West Coast for UFC. But it's like, who wants to stay up 1.30 in the morning on a main event? I mean, I, I guess it's just the way that they're, you know, separating it, and they're just trying to give you enough excitement for the whole night. But, I mean, the main card starts at 10 a.m. The main event doesn't come on until after 1. They had um, so, so, this particular So, for the listeners, what was the story? The guy just got destroyed and they wouldn't call it? Yeah, the guys got destroyed. But the funny part about this whole event, this was the first time they had it in Abu Dhabi, and they they basically bought a beach where they're having it. It's not outside because of the heat, but it's inside. But because of the time difference, these guys were fighting at 6 o'clock in the morning there. Wow. Crazy. Like, the first fight started at 5 a.m., and it went all the way up to 9 a.m. In the morning. So, did you, you whatever did you get involved with betting the UFC, Brian? I did not this week. No. Now I heard there's another betting. There's a boxing tournament where the winner takes all. Have you been following that, Mike? People been betting on that as well. I have, yeah. Yeah. No, so like there was a I mean. Yeah, but you know, again, I could have bet a two hundred dollar favor last night. He won easy. I've just, you know, Brian, I have a, you know, I. It's always easy when they're over, but just to keep laying two hundred, I think, is a losing man's proposition. Um, what's the story with uh, when's the next big derby? Oh uh, well, listen, they just had the bluegrass stakes this past week, so we. Uh, well, yeah, you tell me what's going on in your backyard. I mean, I mean, September they're supposed to have the yeah, the, the, and then the, the derby. By the way. Um, 
you know, knock on wood, uh, had the bluegrass winner, and he was five to one morning line. Bet him on Thursday to win the Kentucky Derby at thirty-five to one, and he wins the bluegrass, and now he's six to one to win the Derby. So I'm looking forward to the Derby. I got, I think I got one to the starting gate. I'm hoping. I like that. I like it. thirty-five to one. I like it. Well, I mean, like and, yeah, but and the only reason I bring it up, that's the kind of things you're doing. I mean, you're trying, you got to be ahead of the curve, and you, you're, it's always about trying to get the best of a number, too. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, you know, my, my thing with the, uh, the horse racing is, like you said, it never stopped. Um, and it takes the dip. What I've, I've learned a lot about the psychology of betting in this, um, pandemic because, like I said, you know, the stuff that I preach, be global, not local. You know, again, I have a, you know, I have, I, I deal, Mike and I deal with thousands and thousands after, this is my 34th year this August in this business, dealing with thousands of clients in a typical North American college football setting. And Brian, I got to tell you, it's like uh, half of 1% you can get to be interested in horse racing half of 1% you can get interested and I don't know if you see the I guess maybe in Vegas it feels like the handle went up in horse racing because you have that experience of being in the sports book and watching and rooting and yelling and screaming but I mean it's just it's tough even with TVG and the local betting networks you know you try to because in the other issue is with sports betting it's binary what that basically means for all you listeners out there if you bet 10 games in a week you have no information, and you throw the dart at the board. You know, Brian, and I know, Brian, that the odds are there's going to be a little bit of gratification because at the worst case, you'll probably win five and lose five games. It's hard for these newbie horse bettors when you tell them, listen, you might lose 30 races in a row, and then the 31st race, you're going to make more than you lost in all 30 races. Well, that, that is the beauty of it. The funny thing is, I, and I always say that you know, the, the horse racing thing, and I learned the hard way too. Oh no, I I, I can find something better. But it, you know, if a horse is six to five, you know he's the favorite at six to five. It's plus money. You know, people go, oh, no, I had that I I had that uh, football team plus four, you know, plus a dollar fifty, and they're doing a cartwheel. <laughs> you know, and, and here's a horse race where you think the horse has to fall down to lose, and he's plus money. I mean- I personally think that the I was talking to our good friend Micah in Georgia, and you know he was basically saying whoever won last week was like twenty five to one, and he's like they're the favorite at twenty five to one, and I'm like wrapping my head around that you you're getting these favorites in in golf that are twenty five to one that are actually favorites, not dogs. It's crazy, you know. So for me, there would be a lot interest. What I do notice, Brian, is that a lot of the offshore versus the apps. They limit you on the golf exposure. It's very hard to get the true odds. Like I, you just said, he was twenty-eight to one, and I'm checking different offshore sites, and they're all limiting you at nineteen to one. They're just basically sticking it to you if you don't, if you're not in the state. You know what I mean? It's like they're literally. Well, they know that they they know they're going to get hammered well, on Tiger. Well, that, that that that's money driven. I mean, that is, they took a big bet. By the way, uh, I don't know if you guys happen to see this guy in Illinois. That had uh, Morikawa, who won last week's event. This guy won over a million dollars on the golf. He had Morikawa wow. at he made a four thousand dollar bet. Morikawa fifty to one to be the leader after the first round. He made another monstrous bet to win like two hundred thousand. That Morikawa would be in the top five, 
and then he had another monster bet, and Morikawa won the tournament in the playoffs. This guy, he's betting in Illinois. He won over a million dollars on Colin Morikawa last week in the golf. Is the guy playing this week? I don't know. I don't. I, that's actually, yeah, it's like, you know, what is this guy doing this week? Yeah, they should be, you know, getting a word out about that. That's that's pretty impressive. That's amazing. That's I mean, look, and you, we hear those stories all the time. You, I mean, again, it's, it's, we don't know how much money he had spread on other stuff, but hey, congratulations to the guy. But it goes to show you the value of golf betting, especially if you can get the right prices. Um, like I said, since I'm going to have a new uh, golf cheerleader here at the office, um, you know, you should see him. By the way, he's got the Tiger Woods hat. He's got the jer- he's got the shorts. He's got the shoes. He's 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 Mr. Fashion. The guy looks like a professional golfer. Oh, I mean, I look the part, that's for sure. Well, I, have, I have the right clubs. You know, I, I'm, I look great. I have all, all, the, all the necessities of a proper golfer. The key is for me to actually start, you know, playing like a professional golfer. I'm just, I know I'm kidding with that, but at the end of the day, I'm having fun. I'm beating the friends that used to take videos of me about 30 to 40 days ago where they were laughing and, I was hitting houses and hitting everything but the fairway, and now I'm beating them. And I think they're, you know, that's what happens when you bully, when you bully people. You know, those kids come back and they they handle the bully. Well, like I said, tomorrow I'm sure we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll make some we'll have some action again. Like I said to me, you know, I like your bet with, uh, you know, I I just think Tiger's the square. Does, I think the odds, if you can get good enough odds, that you can sprinkle a little money across the board on these guys, um, oh, I, like the top three guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I've, I've got I've got a couple of guys over a hundred to one, and I think and Kepka is kind of my favorite. Now, and uh, but but Kepka is an overlay. Kepka should be fifteen to one. He's twenty five to one. So. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm going to give you the. Uh, I, I was uh, getting some confirmation on the. Uh, on the MLS game, I'm going to give it out free on the air for you. San Jose Earthquakes money line. Well done. San Jose Earthquakes. For all those people that are listening that are clients, don't go mortgage the house on San Jose. Text me first. I'll tell you what to do closer to game time. All right. Listen, um, we miss you. Got, got a, when do you think? Trying, you, man. We're working on it. You'd be making the sojourn. Woo! Let's let's uh, let's get the games going first. No, no, I know, I know, and we'll we'll see what the mindset of the players are. But we are getting closer, ever closer, to them actually playing. But the good thing is, it allows Mike to work on his golf game. Exactly, that's right. <laughs> How many days a week you playing? Uh, I had to tone it back a little bit. I was getting a little burnt out. I'm I'm up to well, I'm down to four days a week. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> Every day he's playing golf. You should see it. Every day I get pictures so of him swinging right now, and hitting. I played, I played yesterday. I played today. I'm playing Friday, and I'm playing Sunday. So, But there's always – I have such a big group of friends now that there's always somebody that just pops in and says, hey, I want to play. You want to get out there? And yeah. it always sounds like a good idea. Well, in, so that, in that regard, it helps being popular, so good for you. All right, the calls are tell, coming in. <laughs> so we, we invite you guys to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. We'll do it again next week, fellas. Have a great day. Uh, you got it, buddy. Yep. Sports Insider Radio. We'll play it back again for you next Wednesday.
It's the Vegas Board. Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400. KSHP North Las Vegas. And KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Trump says some Democratic-led cities like Chicago and New York are out